on a pretty day. Well, hello, 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 and welcome to the Sisters You Have Value podcast. This podcast is created for women because we believe in the power of sisterhood and strive to build a community where women can share their passions, learn from one another's experiences, and support each other on their journeys. Thank you so much for tuning in to this week's episode of Sisters You Have Value podcast. If you're a new listener, thank you so much for being here with us today. And if you're a returning listener, thank you so much for coming back and giving us another listen. I'm your host, Kim Tolliver, and I'm so glad you're here with me today for this episode titled, Ladies, Do You Create an Environment Where a Man's Home is His Castle or a Prison? Now, ladies, 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 this episode might step on some toes and it also just might give you some aha moments into, oh, wow, that might be me. I I might need to do some course correction. Sometimes we think we got it all together and we doing our thing. All the while we letting the air out of our tires, just riding around here on four flats, just making a mess of everything. But I want you to really be open today and digest what I'm saying. It just might save a relationship or improve and enhance what you already have in place. Or for those that are not in a relationship yet, they can listen in and see some of the roadblocks, some of the tips and strategies that they can use on their journey before they even get entangled into this. So no, I'm not a marriage counselor. I'm not a relationship guru, but I do have a lot of experience in the let down and destroy a relationship before it gets started category to being successful in my relationships that I can certainly speak on it from a healed perspective and a still growing perspective. So let's get into it. Can we weather the storm? Can we stand that rain? In this episode, we're going to talk about the important and unique role that women play and creating a supportive, nurturing, and healthy home environment for their partners. We'll also talk about the impact of a woman's behavior and attitude on a man's sense of security and discuss ways to overcome challenges that can hinder the creation of a happy home. So the question, ladies, is, do you create an environment where a man's home is his castle or prison? There are some things that are simply important to a man, especially, especially when he's doing his part. Someone once said to me recently, Kim, a woman is supposed to be a man's peace, not break him into pieces. That last part was added by me. So let me throw a little relationship history in there before we begin, begin this. Now, you know, back in the past, the roles were clear. The man worked. The lady stayed at home. The woman stayed at home. She take care of the kids. She took care of the home. He was out sometime, this man working 12, 16 hours a day. Then entered World War II. Men went away from the homes. They went away to war. And the woman had to step up and, and work, hence throwing off that whole natural order and balance. And then when they come back, they don't know how to get it right because now she's out in the workforce. Now she's making her own money. Back then, you know, they didn't leave home. They they made it work. Why? She she had nowhere to go. He was the caregiver, the primary caregiver. He was the provider, the protector. 
So whether you're in a relationship, living with your partner, or curious about how to create this environment, this episode is for you. I do have to put one caveat out there. Y'all don't come for me. (laughs) I told y'all that last week. This podcast is for women. This is not for bashing men. So don't say he has a part to play. He does. But this isn't about him. It's about you and how you treat that man and your household. This is for you to assess where you are on the journey and if there's room for improvement. And yes, there is always room for improvement and growth. We'll get into him on a later date. So do you ever feel like you're not creating that warm and welcoming home environment that you envision? Have you ever thought about how our actions and our attitudes affect that man's life? We're diving into this. That's why we're diving into it today, so that we can identify the role that we play in shaping that environment. Now, let me tell you, if our model is the Proverbs 31 woman, oh Lord, we have some work to do. Now, all relationships go through ups and downs. They all take work. They take commitment and a willingness to adapt and change with our partner, not change our partner into who we want them to be. We don't want a robot. We don't want a puppet. We want a whole, healthy human being. We can only fix ourselves and change ourselves. You can never, and I mean never, change another human being. Only God can do that. But it's a whole different story, y'all, when we are part of the problem, when we are the saboteurs. So buckle up, grab your drink, your coffee, your tea, milk, whatever it is that you like to sip on and sit back and get ready for an enlightening journey into the depths of relationships. I want to play a clip clip from Pastor Keon, something he said about relationships. Does not feel appreciated in the area of his presence. He becomes a version of a man that he can give you and still survive. And I promise you, you will not like that version. That version of him is silent, frustrated, sharp with his words, short-tempered, non-communicative. Because he has to become something that he can survive. Did y'all hear that? He has to become something that he can survive in. So when he said that, yeah, he can thrive and survive, but will it be a good environment for him to thrive and survive in? But that comes from somewhere. That comes from that role that we play. That comes from what we're putting out to that man. Now, he wants to stay. He wants to be in that home, but you ain't going to like him. It's like the Incredible Hug, David Banner. You ain't going to like him when he turned green. So we want to be mindful of what we're putting out. So think about it. As a woman, you have the power to create a warm and welcoming atmosphere that make your partner feel secure at home. Or on the other hand, if you're not mindful of your behavior and attitude, you can also, and you do have the power to and ability to create a hostile and stressful working environment that makes your partner feel like they are living in prison and he want to break out and break free and get the heck away from you. So what can we do to create that supportive environment? First, we need to understand the role of a woman in the home. 
uh, Pastor McMinnis always say, when we don't understand something's use, abuse is inevitable. So we want to make sure that we understand the role of a woman in the home is crucial for creating that comfortable and harmonious living environment. The role of a woman in the home varies now, depending on the cultural, the societal, and personal beliefs and values. Let me just put that out there. This is not a one-size-fits-all. However, some general roles that a woman may take on in the home may be inclusive, such as cooking, cleaning, laundry, taking care of the children. Now, these are just our basic domestic tasks that we do. A woman may also take on emotional labor tasks, such as managing the emotional well-being of her family and creating that supportive and nurturing environment. Y'all know the women are the matriarchs, our moms. We are the foundation builders. We can shift things. We can change the whole dynamic and trajectory of what that home is like. It's us. Um, a woman can also take on the responsibility of managing the household finances and budgeting. Now, I myself believe in a joint account. If I'm married, we have a joint account. I don't believe in a partner. I don't need a roommate. I need a whole husband who's safe and secure that we have vetted this thing before we got into this relationship, that we trust him enough to know that he's not going to spend everything he has or you and take everything out of the household, but that we're good on that financial side. So a woman also acts as a mediator between the family members and help resolve the conflicts and maintain harmony in a house. So it's important to note that these roles, like I said now, they are not inclusive, I mean, exclusive to women. They can be shared among all members of the household. But in us understanding the role of a woman in the house helps us to recognize the value and contributions we make to creating that environment. So that's what that's all about. So we just wanted to kind of get some things out there, get a little foundation laid on some of the roles and responsibilities that we have. Now, also, when we're not willing <laughs> to change or adapt to create that environment, that can cause friction and tension in the household. Let me give you some examples of some things that we ought to be doing or some things that should be going on, but sometimes we neglect to do them over time because we get comfortable. Sex appeal. Number one, sex appeal. Look good. Feel good. That man needs you to keep him stimulated. He is visual. Y'all know men are visual and is in constant need for some physical stimulation. Stop putting that bonnet on, them sweatsuits, <laughs> those fleece pajamas, and hopping in that bed. Y'all know better. Some of y'all already sleeping in separate rooms on the couch, but that ain't none of my business. Then we get uh, big as uh, Texas and want to say, he know what I was when he met me. Okay, okay, go with that. Let me know how that works. That's why the strip club's packed. That's why income the side chick. I'm not advocating for them. I'm just bringing awareness. So when we single, y'all let me play some. This is what we do. We'll hang from the chandelier. I'm just saying. 
Y'all know we'll tear up a whole chandelier when we're trying to get that man. We're trying to be cute, cute. Maybe we got our hair done, our nails done, got those eyebrows on fleek. Y'all are just popping out here. Baby, y'all cute, y'all fine. When you're trying to rope that man, y'all are everything stimulating, eye candy, everything on the man. Then you get him, and then you just plop down like a big donut. Okay. So you got to reinvent yourselves, essentially. Married folks need to be taught in the church that God created this thing for the marriage bed, and that's what they like. Let's just be clear and real. Church lead that part out. I'm not bashing churches, but that's some things that needs to be taught as far as what goes on in that house, what's good, what's acceptable for that bed and for our mates. That's a whole nother podcast, child. But anyway, so we just want to get down. I'm just saying dress for that man at bedtime, girl. Stimulate that man. Give it up. Stop saying you tired. And sometimes we are tired, but that don't have to be an everyday thing. And that man waiting a month or two months to get hold to you. Okay, there come that side chick again. So um, stop saying you have a headache too. Y'all cannot get to the point where you get so familiar with that man that you can't dress up, you can't dance for him. You know, uh, like Beyonce said, you just want to show how much you appreciate him. And I'm just saying these things are important. And that's why I'm kind of sticking on this one a little bit. This topic is very sensitive to men especially when a woman has gained some weight. And I know our metabolism is a whole lot different, y'all, from that man. He have, His metabolism is out of this world. Hell, we hit over 30 and it just goes down like I don't know what. And it is hard. And it is based off of what we do in life. I'm not saying that it's easy. I'm just saying we have to make that conscientious effort to do that. If not, push back from that table. Y'all know the world's portion size right now is for five people. And we'll sit there and slaughter the whole meal in the cow and then wonder why we can't button up our pants. We just have to make concessions and do the necessary work a little bit at a time. Two minutes on a treadmill, five minutes on a treadmill. You know, just something to get that body moving or just don't don't eat that much. Okay, number two, the power dynamic. Know your role and stay in your lane. That might seem a little harsh, but it's real. Um, the constant fighting for dominance. Uh, what's that all about? We are both co-dominators. Stop all that foolishness. No man, no real man anyway, is going to fight with you uh, when you want to have more testosterone than he does. This whole women's lib mess, uh, we emasculate these men. You can be strong and submit. There's nothing wrong with that. It's really kind of low-key sexy, y'all. Y'all don't know the power that you will, but now we got to be out there. We got to let him know. It's not cute. Your mouth is not cute when you're out there just tearing a man down. That's not cute, and that's not strength. Anybody can do that. The strength is in constraint. Can you restrain yourself? Can you stop that and allow that man that um, ability to be a man? It don't hurt you. Your light don't go out because his is shining. It's okay. So Ephesians 5 and 22 says, wives, submit yourselves unto your own husband as unto the Lord. So why does that man again have to fight you for his role? Mm. Think about that. Number three, celebrate him and lay it on thick, baby. Men love generosity around now, especially if he deserves it. Girl, he will go to the end of the world for you. 
if you tell him how sexy he is, how fine he is. Men will go where they are celebrated. If you don't, somebody else will. I'm just the messenger. Don't shoot me. Okay, Peg is sitting in the lunchroom just waiting at work uh, to pounce on your man. Oh, Bill, you look so good today. Oh, is that, you got a new haircut? Oh, that cologne smells good. You know, she got everything to say about your man. Um, he don't want to hear that constant nagging at home. He just want to escape that mess. And there she go, just letting it, laying it on thick at work. In comes that side chick. Y'all know men are big babies. They need that. They need to hear that. They are ego driven. Girl, you can blow a man head up. Who can blow one up is me. Um, don't give your man to the streets. I'm just saying, don't give him over to the streets. The world is going to tell him he great. And we don't. Where they do that at? Proverbs 31, 11, and 12 says, her husband has full confidence in her and lacks nothing of value. She brings him good, not harm, all the days of her life. So we need to bring him good, ladies. We got to make sure that we're connected with this man. Um, number four, clean your home like you clean in the corners of your mind. The condition of your home is a reflection of a woman. Yeah, I know this day and age, I work too. I'm tired. I've been out there for 12 hours. Okay, he can clean too. But I don't want no water from your house, even if it comes in a bottle. Mm -mm, I'm good, girl. No, I just ate. My stomach can be kicking my back out, but you won't feed me because your house nasty. You are the reflection. You want to be the head until it comes to doing head stuff. Girl, bye. Um... <laughs> Titus 2, 3, and 5 says, Likewise, teach the older women to be reverent in the way they live, not to be slanderers or addicted to too much wine, but to teach what is good. Then they can urge the younger women to love their husbands and children, to be self-controlled and pure, to be busy at home. What did it say? To be busy at home, not lazy, not slothful, not maligning him, uh, so that to be kind and to be subject to their husband so that no one would malign the word of God. Proverbs 31, 27 and 8 says, she looketh well to the ways of her household and eateth not the bread of idleness, not being idle, just sitting there. Her children arise and call her blessed, her husband also, and he praiseth her. Since she was on her grind, she worked, she had her own business, and she still kept a clean house. I'm just saying that Proverbs 31 woman was on the get down, y'all. She got down. So here's some examples, y'all, of friction that can arise as a result of us not making that home happy. Um, communication breakdown. <laughs> Effective communication, y'all, is essential for building strong relationships. And when one partner is not willing, now, like, okay, ladies, if we're not willing to listen to his concerns or ideas, we're going to leave that man feeling unheard and frustrated. Therein lies the breakdown in communication and the lack of understanding between us. Now, you know he's not a mind reader. We got to communicate with him what's going on. So we got to make sure that we're open and honest and we communicate in these relationships so that everybody is on the same page. Um, in a healthy relationship, both partners should be willing to take on the fair share of household responsibilities. But if a woman is not willing to help in that household, 
with the chores and the uh, child care responsibility, you're going to leave that man feeling overwhelmed and unsupported. Y'all know men are one dimensional. They can only do one thing at, at a time. We can talk on their phone, cook, clean, get the broom, sweep, talk and everything else. But that man can only do one thing at a time, y'all. Very rarely can they do something else because the focus is on that particular thing. Emotional support, y'all. A lack of support. Emotional and practical support, that's important. So ladies, if we're not willing to offer that support to him during a difficult time, there he goes again, isolated. We we get too busy in our day-to-day monotony and we forget to see or assess his needs, to see if he needs something. That loss of intimacy, we just talked about that. Y'all know that's important. Um, when it comes to that, now that man uh, thrive and survive off of intimacy and spending that quality time. So if you're not now, y'all know your bodies are not your own. Now that only applies to the married folks, not the people playing house. Let's let's get that out there. So um, in comes that side chick and that side dude. Y'all do know that the time it takes for you to invest in other folks because you're not willing to make this thing work, you could have reconciled by now. Y'all have to stop going to third parties. Third parties are not good parties. Take that back in the house and remember why you married. Remember why y'all are in this relationship. Um, This can have a negative impact on y'all children. You know, you know a child can't regulate when there's chaos in a home. When it's tension, when it's conflict, that's going to affect that child's emotional well-being and his development. And we live what we learn. We learn what we live. Y'all know this stuff come from somewhere, a dysfunctional home. So we have to be mindful of that and everybody and know, y'all, it's not just about us. Uh, unrealistic expectations. Now, sometimes like, we got unrealistic expectations of that man. It makes it difficult uh, for us to create that environment because we have expectation. That man can't make you happy. That other person can never do it for you. That's a God thing. And that's something that you got to work out. Those are some issues that you have, unresolved conflicts and issues that you have within you, stress and anxiety. When you're dealing with high levels of stress, it's difficult to create that happy environment. I get it. You're pressed. So you're under pressure and you, you're trying to be everything to everybody. You got to set boundaries. So when you have that, when personal insecurities. If you're insecure and you have low self-esteem and a fear of rejection, that's going to impact. So you have to be secure about who you are. And that's why it's important to stop all that. Uh, He knew me before this. He knows while the sister at the gym just killing it in his eyes. So a lack of self-awareness. We want to make sure that um, we have some awareness on what's going on, because if not, If you're not aware of your emotional triggers, you're going to unintentionally act in a way that's negative and you're going to impact that whole relationship. So we just have to be able to get out of that. So we want to get into now fixing this stuff. We want to, how can we fix this? Let's first manage that stress and that anxiety. We want to be able to practice some stress reducing techniques, meditation, exercise, deep breathing. Have a spa day. A weekend getaway. Take some time off. We got to address and resolve some of this conflict and set some realistic expectations on what we got going on. 
and we got to be able to build and cultivate a positive and better environment. Show, practice open communication. Show appreciation and gratitude. Let him know how much you appreciate him. Let him know um, how much you know he means to you. So those things are important. So we want to have unconditional love, y'all. We want to practice patience and healthy boundaries. And we got to have some rules to live by. But the last thing I want to talk about real quick is that spiritual relationship between that man and that uh, woman. Now, that can be complex and multi-faced, you know, faceted. And it also involves your beliefs, your values, and your practice. Some couples' spirituality may be the center. For me, it would be. What, what Our relationship should be built off of Christ. So for me, and that's that foundation that's going to keep us together. So, And when we have that, it creates mutual respect. So in the spiritual sense, it's important for that woman to respect that man um, as a human being. The Bible commands us to respect him that it go well with us. It, it commands him to love us like Christ loved the church, but it, it, it commands us to respect that man. And so treat him with kindness, give him compassion, understanding, recognize his value and worth as a person. Give that man emotional support. You can offer him that spiritual support by being emotionally supportive and attentive to his needs. Listen to him when he needs to talk. Offer words of encouragement and affirmations for this man and be a source of his comfort and strength during his difficult time. Um, authenticity and vulnerability. In the spiritual sense, you can deepen your connection with this man by being authentic and vulnerable. Uh, this includes being honest about your thoughts, your feelings. Share your spiritual journey and experience with him and create a safe space for him to do the same. A sense of purpose. Spiritually, y'all can provide that sense of purpose and direction in each other's lives. And that can be especially important during the difficult time as it's a source of comfort and uh, strength. So uh, loving kindness, connection to something greater. And here's the thing I, I want to say. Uh, overall, your spiritual relationship with your partner can play such an important role in shaping everything in the whole dynamics of this relationship. Um, Remember, y'all, he loves you. This man longs to spend time with you. When a woman lacks wisdom, she destroys her home. Ask yourself, can he make me feel safe? Can I be naked and not ashamed? Do you feel prioritized, pursued, and protected in this relationship? You want to be loved. You want to be catered to. You got to learn to heal and grow. But here's the thing, in the one piece in all of this, did you vet it? So when we have these dynamics and these issues, did you vet that man? Did you see him in all seasons? Did you really work that thing out? Or because y'all had been together so long, y'all just went ahead and got married? Or because you thought your biological clock was ticking, you went ahead and married that man? Girl, he was so fine. You married him, but you knew he was a hoe. I'm just saying, excuse my French. You knew what he was before you married him. So we have to also get into that dynamic that we want to make sure that we prayed about that thing. We prayed and asked the Lord to send us that husband, that he comes from God, that we vetted him, that we know what where we are. Have we healed from things of the past? Have we done our necessary work? Have we done the shadow work to get into who we are so that we can be good for a relationship? 
Those things are also important. I could sit here and preach to you to Jesus come again about all the things that triggers these things and all the things that can help. But are you whole? Are you healthy? Is he whole? Is he healthy? Are y'all both at a place where y'all need to be where you can be one in this thing? Are we mature enough to handle what we have going on? Can we handle this? Can we work through this? Am I fully ready to make this commitment? This thing is work, y'all. Not only is it about the environment, but you as a person, the catalyst that that drives this thing. It takes work in even repairing yourself. You know, again, what we always say, we don't we don't want to bleed on somebody that didn't uh, uh, didn't cut us. So don't don't put your problems on somebody else. And you when you pray about things, there's no desperation in just trying to get a man. We don't want that quick fix, that quick man. We want to be able to make sure that it's a God ordained thing and that God is in the midst of this and that we are healed, healthy and whole. So um, one of the things I always do is I pray, Lord, help me to be the husband or the wife either way for men that are listening to that you intended me to be. Show me where I need to improve. Help me to be a better communicator. Help me to love my husband better and help us to grow closer to you and to each other. In your presence, we renew our wholehearted choice to love. Bless this holy commitment with courage, strength, tenacity, and most of all, joy. With you, we can build a successful marriage. In Jesus' name, amen. So remember one thing, 1 Corinthians 13, uh, 13, 4 and 7. Love is patient and kind. Love does not envy or boast. It is not arrogant or rude. It does not insist on its own way. It is not irritable or resentful. It does not rejoice at wrongdoing, but it does rejoice with the truth. Love bears all things, believes all things, hopes all things, endures all things. So we want to also be mindful of unconditional love, that agape love. Let's not love with conditions. Anytime we love something with conditions, when that condition is no longer there, there's no love. But you also got to make sure that, you know, we didn't marry for love. We are committed. It's not just the love that keeps us in relationships. It's the commitment that keeps us there. So when we're committed to something, it's going to make us work that much harder. But again, the first thing that you can always do, y'all, in this and creating that home that's harmonious and creating that environment where that home is his castle and not his prison. Make sure you're good. Make sure that you've done your due diligence on healing you from the inside out. No, we won't ever be perfect on this side of heaven. I know we're not, there's no perfection in that, but we also want to make sure that we vet it enough to know what that man is like and what we're like, and to know if we've taken that time apart to ask God to show us and reveal to us the things in the areas that we need to work on in our lives to make those relationships whole and healthy. So um, that's it for today. I hope you enjoyed the podcast and I pray that it richly blesses you with some thought provoking information to change the uh, trajectory of your relationship and strive to work on your side. Don't forget to like and subscribe the podcast. Y'all know we're on all platforms, iTunes, Google, Spotify, Anchor, Deezer, Pandora, Amazon. You get it. Send it to a friend. Send it to that stubborn woman, y'all, who think it's his fault and his alone. 
And I pray that I'll see y'all back next week. So just remember, if you ever want to be on the podcast, let me say this. I would love to interview somebody. If you have a particular topic, you want to sit in and talk with me and something that resonates with you that you feel all women should uh, know about, send me an email at sistersyouhavevalue at gmail.com. Sisters, you have value at gmail.com so that we can get that set up. But again, thanks for listening. I hope it has helped and enriched somebody and y'all have the rest of a wonderful evening.